me right now on the line i'm joined by emma logan aka october morena to you good morning hello hello good morning how are we today i'm great here with my tea and my toast nice. lovely monday morning uh, the the double tea the tea and the toast it's a wonderful combo uh, uh yeah. any morning but especially on a monday it's so comforting i think perfect it's perfect yeah all right um it's um right we're, we're going to talk today because um a thousand eyes it's been out for a couple of weeks now you've got a new album on the way um it's been almost two years and i know you won't remember but since uh, you and i last spoke um mm. we talked switchblade uh, when when that yeah. came out, uh, uh, you were in Wellington at the time, and it seems like it was an age ago. Um, and I can only imagine a lot has been going on since then and now. Um, you know, you're 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 on a big label now. Um, you know, you're you, you know you're in this this industry which uh, has its ups mm. and downs. But I mean, how has it been for you um, dealing uh, with that and and um, meeting? you know not necessarily expectations but you know navigating yourself through through this world yeah um it has been an age and well it feels like an age since the switchblade ep um i don't know it's been a crazy couple of years eh? Mm. sort of just had to um learn to navigate the music industry by myself as like a young freshly out of high school girl so that was you know that that posed a lot of challenges and obstacles along the way but I feel like you know I've learned so much more than I ever could um, you know compared to an institution so I have no regrets about you know becoming the music school dropout that I am now but yep. um, yeah it's been a weird year I, I spent a bit of time uh, in LA mm -hmm. and um, working with other producers which was challenging and rewarding all in one. Um, I think more than anything I've sort of uh, discovered uh, a more thorough understanding of myself yeah. as an artist and what I like and what I don't like. So, no, it's been super good and um, I feel like I've come out the other side a much wiser being. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. More than you would have ever learned at music school. Like, um... It's, it's interesting because all the great artists I know, uh, whether it be in, in music, um, well, some of them that have gone to music school, um, or, or um, in other art realms that have gone to like art school down here at Otago, they all the ones that have done really well are the ones that have dropped out. <laughs> right, well, there you go. It's, it's, I didn't even go to music school, and I think he's sort of like prime example of, you know, where you can go with... Yeah, um, you know, self-taught music knowledge. Well, I think that's the thing because you know, quite often at school it can be kind of paint by numbers, right? You know, and totally. te teach you, yeah. te you know, this is the way I think you should do it. Where, you know, I th think if you if you want to create, you've got to learn how to create by yourself and then and, and, and create something new and exciting. Um, and I think exactly. that's what yeah. I, think, I think that's what you've done. Um, right, your sound on um, a thousand eyes. It's um, it's a lot heavier. It's got a, it's it's more up tempo, um, mm -hmm. and then stuff that we were hearing off Switchblade. Um, mm. And of course, you've released a couple of other singles as well. Let's not forget Cherry Cola uh, and and the like. But um, you know, you've still kind of kept the um, the industrial sound. Um, yeah. That 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 appeared on that EP uh, and and the track this the the track Switchblade uh, is a fine example of um, the industrial sound off that. But um, how has your music evolved and 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 what is driving um, your compositions? 
I think Switchblade was definitely sort of like a first wee taster, a first um, sort of foray into um, industrial music and um, the sort of next body of work that I've sort of been, um, you know, chipping away at over the last couple of years is a lot heavier, as you said, um, a lot more industrial. I just have an obsession um, with the sound of metal, so mm-hmm. I like to take a lot of, um, you know, chain samples and like metal bins smashing together or like glass dropping on concrete, taking a lot of um, real life industrial samples and sort of like wrangling them into a beat. Um, a thousand eyes is, is definitely more of like a dance beat, mm-hmm. definitely like a dance sort of disco house beat. Yeah. Um, but there's also a lot of songs um, to come that sort of show a sweeter sound. I quite like the juxtaposition of like really heavy, dark beats um, and then putting really sugary, sweet, watery scents on top of them. So yeah, I think there's definitely a, a sweeter side to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chalk and cheese sometimes go together. I mean, chalk and cheese aren't exactly sweet and sour uh, and, and, and uh, heavy, but y- you know what I mean. I hope, I hope you do. Um, what, <laughs> um, what, is the th- what is a thousand eyes? I mean, who, y- whose eyes are they? And, um, you know, what, was, what, what are you saying on this particular track? Uh, I guess a thousand eyes is sort of about this weird contrast that I seem to experience in life where. Because uh, I guess one of the main lines in this song that is repeatedly chanted is, I like it when you're watching me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even just saying that out aloud now seems so odd and, and self-obsessed. Um, you know, in, in normal sort of social situations, I, I consider myself quite a shy and introverted person. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's a totally different energy when I'm on stage, I really feel like that's sort of my place where I can be a little more um, commanding and a little more confident and um, daring. Mm-hmm. And so I think, yeah, it's about sort of this weird thing where on stage I, I have this fearless sort of energy about myself, but um, you know, in real life I'm quite a quite a shy little lamb if you like yeah. no, it's, it's about that it's, yeah is your stage show like i mean is it a persona is it a performance i'm reluctant to say that it's a persona but i would say that it's definitely the other side of the coin yeah dr jekyll mr yeah. hyde type thing <laughs> Introverted. it's an extension of myself i just feel you know um i a, i allow i sort of I feel I have permission when I have an audience to mm-hmm. be the more daring um, version of myself. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, a question from, from my mind is because I'm an introverted extrovert and people don't understand how introverted I am off ear. But when mm. I'm on ear, I'm very extroverted. Like, I mean, cause it's yeah. not, not because it's my job, but it's just this is where I I don't I, I don't I can't quite explain it within myself. But I mean, how do yeah. I mean in, in your day to day life and on all the people you know? I mean, how how do those juxtapositions work? Do they see you on stage and then they wonder when you do come off stage, you are, like you said, this kind of little lamb. Is it yeah. interesting? Is it interesting in real life, like uh, from, from the other side of the coin? Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. I think my friends certainly um, see it a lot more. I mean, I, a lot of last year I suffered um, quite badly from anxiety and, and social anxiety, and I really 
spent just about every single day of the year um, locked up in my own bedroom, just like by myself, uh, writing away and, and, and you know, spending hours on end, um, days on end, weeks on end, producing by myself. And that was just sort of like my comfortable zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I would hate for people to sort of, you know, see me live and then come up to me after I've stepped off the stage and think that I'm some sort of asshole because I <laughs> don't necessarily know, you know, what to say or if I'm saying the right thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's like there's no sort of handbook on how to be um, a role model. And yeah. I feel like that's a really hard position to be in, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of artists, um, and, and not necessarily just musical artists, have, have had to deal with that themselves as well. Um, through, throughout the years, and and, and 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 they speak about it, but you're still, you know, you can't really learn lessons from other people's experiences um, no, exactly. all the time. Um, now, with yeah. this, with a thousand eyes, you worked with uh, David Wrench, who's worked with um, the XX and uh, one of my favourite artists, FKA Twigs, who I absolutely yeah. adore. Um, how was working? How did that come about? Uh, and, and, and what did he bring to this track? And uh, did you learn and take any lessons from him, or did he learn and take any lessons from you? Um, so this was this whole thing, this whole crazy thing with David Wrench um, was organised through this guy called Greg Haver. Greg Haver is the most amazing, selfless, caring guy. He just really, really cares about. Um, you know, opportunities that New Zealand musicians uh, are given. Mm-hmm. And so he he organizes um, a few seminars a year where he, he brings over um, these highly esteemed uh, writers or producers or engineers and um, gives them sort of like a three-day workshop with a few selected New Zealand musicians. And he just took me out to coffee one day and asked if, you know, I would be the sort of guinea pig where, you know, David Wrench would mix my song in front of about 10 other people. And I was equally terrified as I was um, ecstatic about the idea of of working with this guy who's worked on these records that I have idolized for so, so long. You know, I I love FK Twig. Everyone probably knows that I'm a huge FK Twig fan. And, you know, he's worked on a Frank Ocean track. He's just, you know, he's this incredible guy of an incredible caliber. And so I was pretty... um, yeah, I was really scared to meet him. I didn't know what he would be like, but um, he's a very gentle, soft, kind of weird wizard of a guy. <laughs> so accommodating of my fears. Um, and yeah, he was amazing. He um, he mixed the track sort of like stem by stem, which was fascinating to wow. see. Mm-hmm. And then and at the end of the process, um, he added a little bit of production, a little bit of... Um, drum production using this Tempest drum machine, which I've always wanted to see in action. Um, and so, yeah, it couldn't have been a better experience. He's, he's just this amazing guy. and You know, he made the song sound so, so good, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and is there a future maybe working with him again um, further down the track? Oh, God, that would be amazing. I'd love to. Yeah, he, he gave me his contact details and said to keep in touch, and we sort of, like, message on on instagram so yeah he's just such a nice guy he's awesome yeah oh that's marvelous that's absolutely marvelous and hopefully uh through the back door you'll be able to meet fka twigs and maybe work with her that would be amazing oh my god that would be a dream come true we'll see about that <laughs> oh new music coming out for fka twigs too so i'm excited about that as i am excited about new music from you because of course uh this song uh is uh, another track that's leading up to uh, a later release um you have an mm. album on its way um do you have a release date for that 
yes, the album is meant to be coming out um, April 20th instead of the the date we're aiming for. So, yeah, yeah keep your ears and your eyes peeled for that. A thousand eyes. Called Ultra Red. Yes, yes, we're very much looking forward to that. And is is um, is a thousand eyes kind of a glimpse? Um, it's, that's not a pun. Uh, into the complete sound of of the album. I would say a thousand eyes um, and a few other songs on the record are definitely a part of the darker sound of the album. Um, but then there's a few songs which are quite fruity and fun and plainful, but still have a lot of metal samples. I couldn't leave out the music. Yeah, no way, <laughs> no way. Um, I was, I'm so glad you mentioned broken glass before because that's one of my favourite sounds uh, ever. I love broken glass. <laughs> my mother can testify to that because when I was a kid, I smashed the entire glass house just because I enjoyed the sound. Of it. I'm sorry, Mum, and she'll never forgive me you for it. You sound like a tyrant. Uh, well, I mean, I just yeah, <laughs> I was you know I was a horrible little little chap, but you know I've grown up now. I've matured. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so, okay, April 20th, we're really looking forward to that day, and hopefully off the back of that we might see you down here in Otipoti in Dunedin? Oh, I'd love to come, definitely, definitely have been trying to come to Dunedin for years now, so... Mm. Let's try and make it happen this year. It would be marvellous if you did. All right, hey, thank you so much for taking out the, the, the taking the time to speak to me this morning. Thank you. Mm. Love talking to you guys. I hope the tea and the toast was delicious, and um, <laughs> and we'll no doubt be hearing from. Uh, we'll probably talk to you again uh, in April around release date. Yes, it sounds good. Thank right. you so much. Brilliant. Thank you so have much. A great day. Have, yeah, you too. Okay. That there was Emma Logan, a.k.a. October. Uh, you know you've loved her since the EP Switchblade was released back in 2016. Now a new album on its way, Ultra Red, on the 20th of April. Um, we've already had a bit of a taste from that um, record uh, with a few singles, um, Cherry Cola and Pure. And now here's the latest one, A Thousand Eyes. You're on the one, 91FM.